Hey guys, it's your girl Booney, and you're listening to episode 127 of the Booney Breakdown podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's episode, guys. Uh, this is a fun one. There are no really guests per se, but in this episode, um, we're talking about dating and dating apps in particular. Okay, so I did like an all call over on Instagram and Twitter and got some various clips from various listeners, some not listeners, some Twitter followers about their personal experiences on Tinder, Bumble, Match, Plenty of Fish, Coffee Meets Big, whatever the fuck these things are. Um, (laughs) So we're going to talk about some of their wins, some of the gripes they hate about these apps, and they even share some tips that they've picked up along the way. Now, if you stick around in this, (laughs) this episode, There is a very great story at the end of the episode where one person in particular shared one of, I don't know if it's a horror story, what, a cautionary tale, but if you want a good laugh, stick around for that. All right, this week's Boonie Pick of the Week, it is kind of, it's going to be like a story time with Boonie, but like a story time through me. And I want to shout out, um... Those of you who feel comfortable enough to share things with me and we develop a rapport and I was just out right before I'm putting this together, this episode, I was out having drink with some soror. So happy sisterhood month to the women of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And uh, <laughs> someone came up to me afterwards and was just like, oh my God, I wanted to share this with you, but I didn't want people to judge me, but I feel like you could appreciate this story. And so she was saying how she recently purchased, I mean, this is one of the, the, this is a great story. Like the fact that she felt comfortable sharing this and wanted to share this with me is what I love even more. But she recently purchased a vibrator for her 86 year old grandmother and her grandmother is battling dementia, but she says she's a very sexual person and she kept saying like, and they're very close. And she was like, I want a vibrator. I want a vibrator. So she went looking and she found a vibrator, you know, that had some tent, not, you know, that wouldn't put tension on her wrist. And I'm immediately like, oh my God, it's like Grace and Frankie, how they started their vibrator company for older women. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, it's exactly like that. So she finds this vibrator for her grandmother and she's like, all is well. She's like, and her grandmother lives down in Atlanta. And so she's like, she gets a phone call from her grandmother. Her grandmother is very upset because after she did the kind move and got her grandmother the perfect, the perfect, perfect toy, her grandmother calls her upset because the batteries inside the vibrator are gone. And it turns out that this person, her son, took the batteries out of her vibrator to put them in the remote. And I'm like, (laughs) what the fuck? Why would a grown ass man go into his mother's space? Wherever you keep, I know where I keep my vibrators and things and then proceed to touch it. Take the vibrate, the batteries out of the vibrator, put it back and then go put those (laughs) batteries in the remote. It was nothing else in the house, nothing else in the space. Where you could find batteries for the remote, yet alone go into the Walgreens. This is your your mother's one source of pleasure right now. This is all she's wanted, and you had to go ruin it for her. And I thought this story was amazing. First of all, I love their relationship that she felt comfortable enough. Like, you know what? I'm just going to honor my granny's request, and I'm going to get her a fucking vibrator, and I'm going to be thoughtful enough about it to get her a vibrator that works for her. So they would not give her more pain. We want this to be a pleasurable experience. Two, I love that as an 80-something-year-old woman, she's still worried about pleasure and masturbating because masturbation is love, right? And three, just the fucking audacity of men. That has been the theme of my weekend. Men are some very audacious motherfuckers. But the audacity of you to go and take away your mother's, your elderly mother's batteries out of her vibrator, that's some fuckboy shit. But what a great story. <laughs> and so because I had it, 
I was like, you know what, I, girl, I'm letting you know it's going to be on my podcast because this is some funny ass shit. But uh, what a great story. So that was my boonie pick of the week. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this housekeeping. Uh, the feedback from episode 126 with Poise Finance Lifestyle. You guys loved all of the great tips that she offered. I appreciated um I really, really, really appreciated some of the the tips, the feedback. I know with some things that I know I wanted to implement, I was definitely looking forward or looking how I could try to do uh, moving forward the high five banking method. Uh, a lot of you tagged me in conversations. You appreciated me bringing someone on who was willing to speak about money um, and how it's such a taboo topic. Uh, shout out to Chelsea's Travels, who then continued the conversation over on her Instagram and asking people, why don't they feel comfortable talking about money? We talk about so many other things. And I feel like the topic of money is just as, if not more, taboo than talking about sex. So I'm glad you guys were able to take some good things away from it. And hopefully we'll all continue to be on the path to getting our money right in 2020. All right. I also this weekend, some kind of random but exciting news for me. You know, um, the podcast charted over in Poland. So shout out to the listeners over in Poland. Hey, thank you for listening. I hope you stick around. Um, You know, it is interesting when I see these hotbeds. I know last week I talked about Australia. Uh, This week it's Poland. And we were in the top 15. I think we were ranked number 15 in the relationships category. So it was the first time charting over there. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, keep spreading the word because that is how we continue to grow. I can only do so much, but like I always say, when you guys do it, it helps me even more. And you know, easy way you can do that. You can leave a five-star review on our Facebook page, or you can also leave a five-star review in the Apple podcast app. If you listen on any Apple device. And we just got a new podcast from Lili2178. So relevant and relatable. I literally fell asleep listening to Booney last night. I woke up several times throughout the night. And each time I did, it was always a positive message plan. Keep up the great work. So thank you to Lili2178 for that five-star review. You can go ahead and join her. All we need is five stars. It's so easy. And you can just type something so quick. It's so easy to do. So please feel free. We welcome those great five-star reviews. Also, follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook at The Boonie Breakdown. And you can follow us over on Twitter just at Boonie Breakdown. Love it when you share it in your Insta stories, when you DM me some feedback, when you post it on Twitter, you post it on Facebook, and you tag us in it. Love all of these ways to interact with you guys. It is wonderful. And of course, when you share it in the Insta stories and your page is open, I will reshare it um, just to show my great, great appreciation for that. Also, when you're sharing it, just use the hashtag, the Booney Breakdown, the hashtag pod in P-O-D-I-N. So that is it for me. And we're going to dive into some of these great, great, great dating app stories. All right. So let's get ready to break it down. All right, guys. So this episode, I put out an all call because... You know, I'm not that experienced in dating apps. You know, Brian always comes on. And I think in his um, last appearance on the episode, in episode 123, he made the reference like, yeah, I'm on two dating apps, uh, Facebook and Instagram. And so I have had some success uh, from sliding in the DMs on Facebook, on Instagram and on Twitter. But I've never really formally done like dating apps. And so I'm going to have to talk about this with Shika when she comes on in an episode um, in a couple weeks. But, you know, she was like, you know, just try it out. Try it out for 30 days. And so I set up a Bumble profile because I just knew I didn't want to do Tinder. And I also set up a Hinge Um, not immediately. I think I saw someone on Instagram that they met their boo on Hinge and I didn't know about Hinge. So I was like, oh, I'll give it a try. And I will say I do not, I'm not fond of dating apps and it's probably not for the reasons that you might think, but I am not fond of it because I don't like the rhythm of 
the dating apps. And I really do feel like a lot of people out here, at least some of the ones I was truly connecting with, have really, really um, poor communication skills. And so the rhythm of it is off. Like, okay, I'm going to send you a message. And then six hours later, 24 hours later, you send a message back and it's not even a meaty response. It's just like, hey, okay, thanks. You too. Like, it's nothing to dig deeper to want to me engage further. And so for that, I don't like the rhythm of dating apps. And so, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll try it again. Um, but I took them off of my phone after my 30 days. But I just felt like, you know, I'm not that well versed in them. And so I have this huge community. Shout out to the Ratcheteers. And I just feel like you guys send me stuff in my DMs all the time all the time you share stories and I'm like you know what we haven't done an episode where I hear your voices in a while and so that's what we're gonna do so we're gonna kick it off with uh two kind of quick antidotes before we move into some of the dating wins I always like to start with the positive (laughs) so all right let's hear what Miss Raquel has to say My name is Raquel, I'm 34 and I live in Chicago and I will be talking about my experience with the online dating app, Tinder. So I would advise anyone prior to going into it to just have an open mind, you know, be open to whatever possibilities are out there. Don't look at it as a sign of desperation or like it's something wrong with you um, because it's none of those things. Online dating is a place where you could meet the love of your life. You could meet a fucking weirdo. You could meet a sex crazed demon. You could meet a combination of all three, but just go into it with an open mind. You know, just expect the unexpected. I won't say my my most horrific experience with Tinder, but it is my most interesting experience. I found myself in a three-day Dom submissive relationship with this guy. Um, I was a Dom and he wanted me to basically humiliate him. And I drew the line when he asked me to use him as my personal toilet. And I said, that's not the, that's not the work of the Lord. I don't believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for us to be defecating on one another. And I told him to find himself a good church home, a therapist, and a hug from a big-breasted black woman because I couldn't do that shit for him. Um, my greatest experience with online dating, I met my current lover on there. We've been together for, um, we just made a year on New Year's Day, but we actually met on there, um, going on three years ago. Um, he is my greatest manifestation to date. He's everything I never knew that I needed. He is my best friend. He's just amazing. Um, and this is the happiest I've ever been with someone. My, my healthiest, most beautiful relationship. And I don't think that I would have that had I not explored the possibilities of online dating and just, you know, took a chance and just said, you know, what's out there and just gone after it. Um, so yeah, that is my experience with Tinder. That is wonderful. Shout out to Raquel. Um, That is wonderful that you're in your most loving and honest and open relationship right now. Um, But we got to go jump back to what you said about the nigga wanting you to defecate on him. My God, I... If a nigga said that to me, I I, I just, I, I, yeah, I'm at a loss for words. Um, um, after three days, I know it was a sub dom situation. Uh, but my God, like, uh, what a story. What, that is a story. And I'm, I'm thankful that you shared that with us because I might've been like, you know, you know, could I shit on somebody? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I could either. I don't think I could. <laughs> I don't know. But let's uh now go into Derek's interactions and lessons with dating apps. Uh, this is Derek, 39, from Baltimore. Uh, use Hinge. One major tip. That I will share with someone new to dating apps. Uh, Make sure you are very transparent in what you are looking for. Um, It's a good, it's a good thing just to be, you know, open and kind of just put yourself out there. You know, not being very vague or just very closed off and like that. You know, I mean, you might come through some some knuckleheads or whatnot, but it's good to just like, you know, 
good weed out the bad ones to find that good one. Uh, biggest gripes, just how conversations just falls off after a while. Like one minute, it'll be everything will be good. The next thing you know, thumbs down, down the drain. Um, things don't really progress how you as you as you would hope they would. So in that clip, um, I think Derek pointed out two really good things that I like. Um, I already talked about I don't like the ebb and flow and the rhythm of the dating apps. And I agree. I connected with some great people. And because I am who I am and I don't like to be in those apps long, I very quickly give my phone number to people like hit me, text me, call me, whatever, you know, just hit me up outside of that app because I'm more likely to respond quicker because I want to get the rhythm up. I want to know, are you worth my time? Do we want to go out? Do we want to meet up for a coffee? Um, and so I agree. I did that connected with people. And then I just realized like, Oh my God, these two guys, we were talking for a lot and then nothing like, and even on my part, I never reached out to them and they didn't reach out to me and I don't feel any way about it. But that shit just dead it. Like, I don't even know if they're still alive. That's how hard, like, it was just like a very hard stop. And so, yeah, I don't really care for the rhythm of the conversations. But I will also agree with him about being very intentional and transparent about what you want. If you just on here to fuck, just say that. Because you'd be surprised how many people are just like, sure, me too. Or, nope, I'm not. Don't take people's choices away. And we don't, people don't not have time to waste. Like, tomorrow is not promised. So don't be up here wasting my time. And we're dating and stuff and you just trying to fuck me and then that's it. Um, and then people who want relationships, it's the same thing. If that's what you want or someone's just trying to get to know people and not really looking for a long-term relationship, they're just looking for companionship. I just feel like everyone has to just be very clear. And I think the problem with that is that I'm finding is that people just don't know what the fuck they want. And so they don't know how to be clear because they don't know what they want. And so, yeah, Derek, I agree. And because I want to start with the positives, <laughs> so there we're going to move into some people sent in some of their wins, the the biggest wins that they've had um, from their encounters on these dating apps. And so um, we're going to go through, you might hear a familiar voice in this one, this next series, but uh, yeah, let's see what wins people have had out there. My biggest win on dating apps is fairly recent. Um, I have had a horrible time with dating apps, but I met someone that uh, works, I guess, you know. Um, it's been going on for a little bit now, but yeah, it kind of worked out the way that I have always wanted it to. Um, there's an understanding we have about each other, and it's still fairly new, but um I did not see it coming. I did not expect it. And it kind of goes with um, being intentional because the moment I was kind of put some intention behind my profile um, based on advice that was given to me from my therapist, I met someone like literally, like, well, matched with someone like the next day. Um, maybe after a week or so, we went on a date and then we just been dating since. So, uh yeah again it's a struggle before you know it takes some work to get to it but i can say that it's finally worked for me 35 male in the washington dc area um i don't know if i've had any major wins i think there was a couple dates where i felt like there were connection for but for whatever reason it didn't materialize um, but I think it was a good, a couple of the dates were just good experiences. I don't think there's been any really wins cause I'm, I'm still using them, but, um, I don't think there's been anything really bad about them either. I think you re it really is what you make it, but, um, I, you know, we'll keep, we'll keep shooting as they say, keep shooting your shot till you make one that, that matters. Uh, so far I haven't had any biggest wins that I think our biggest ones um there's one guy that i am talking to like he he's cool he's real cool and i will say um the responsible and ratchet part of me has definitely um had some good relations with him <laughs> probably some of the best that i've ever had 
but I don't know how far this will go. So that I guess that'll be a big win. Listen, <laughs> sis, I'm with you. I feel like my biggest win from um, Bumble. I'm pretty much having the some really bomb sex. Um, so I'm with you. I'm not sure how far this will go, but the sex is bomb as fuck. And to your point too, it, it, it's up there. It might be. It might be some of the best I ever had. <laughs> so I, yes, that is a win. It counts. It qualifies. Don't discount it. And um, I'm not even gonna go into Sheikah because y'all know her voice, and we just gonna get into her shit because um she really slid that in there. She got a match. She got a match. It's good. So we'll we'll dig in her shit later when she's on another episode. And you know, I think the um young man from. Washington DC you know I kind of agree you gotta keep shooting your shot so you know I like that he still has a positive attitude in all of this and uh now we gotta go into the gripes like (laughs) I've already said some we've heard some from the gentleman earlier so let's get into a a few more of people's gripes about using these dating apps Girl, let me tell you about this man I matched with on Tinder. His profile said he was 40. Some of his pictures looked a little bit older, but some of them looked like, okay, you could be, you know, a good-looking 40-year-old man. And one of the pictures he had on nurse scrub, so I assumed he was in the medical industry. So we're talking. He seemed pretty normal, so I gave him my Google Voice number. And he hit me up kind of late one night, and we're just having a conversation, like, what do you do for a living? And he tries to tell me that he is a stripper. So I'm like, okay, you're a third shift male stripper in Maryland. Like, where do you go to see a male stripper on a fucking Tuesday night at 2 a.m.? I'm like, okay, this man is lying. But I entertain it for a little bit because he's like really sticking to this story. So I'm like, what's your stripper name? And he's like, 911. And I'm like, okay, prove it. Like, send me something to prove that you're really a stripper and I'll stop asking questions about it. So I'm thinking he's going to send me like an Instagram or Facebook or a video or a picture of him in his construction worker outfit with some Tims and a dick sling on, a hard hat. No. Of course, he sends me an unsolicited dick pic. And truth be told, it was a pretty looking, it was a pretty decent dick. I mean, it was a little ashy, but it had nice girth and length to it. But anyway, so I entertained him for like another couple of days. He wanted to meet up and I'm like, nah, this this just don't feel right in my soul. Um, so I told him no. And I was traveling um, and I was flying to the West Coast. And as soon as I landed, I opened up my phone. And the first thing that came through was a picture from him. So I go open it. This time it's of, you know, of a face. And I, I died laughing. I was like, is this this nigga's fucking daddy? Like all of a sudden this man looks like somebody's pop pop. Like he has all of this gray in his beard, his hair's a little bit thinner, he's heavier, his nose is widespread. And I'm like, oh, this nigga tried to catfish me. He is like 10 to 15 years older than all of his pics. It was just ridiculous. I'm 34 and I live in the DC area. One gripe I do have um, is that too many group pictures. Because you look at a picture and you'll see one sh- one woman and you think she's attractive. Then you'll swipe and you'll see her and you'll see the same group and another set of pictures and you're not sure who is the one you're supposed to be swiping right on or or, or interacting with so I think that's the hardest thing a lot less group pictures I think is the is a gripe I have I haven't really had any true like horror stories I would say certain apps women are less likely to respond on I found like uh okay cupid but um and I think match a lot of it is you just kind of Got to toss your net out there a, a bunch of times and hope something sticks. Uh, I try to be genuine, but it doesn't always seem to work. Some of my gripes with dating gaps is that, one, there's not enough for Black people. There's so, I mean, and, and I get it. There's a lot of, like, white people are the more populated of the world. But, like, sometimes certain apps or maybe apps that you know require a little bit more there's a surplus of white and not enough black men um one horror story is that I met up with someone and he did not have his lens in his like personality glasses 
it really threw me off in which I looked back and forth at him at least three or four times before I made a decision to ask because I couldn't let the date go on without knowing why the fuck have you decided to show up like this? Um, when I asked, he was like, oh, yeah, you know, he seemed like it was something he liked to do. It throws people off. And I was like, okay, whatever. I continued. Um, long story short, he ended up asking me who taught me about beer. And I was like, fuck out of here because you're an idiot. Listen, Linda, the, the, <laughs> uh, the young man in D.C., his gripe burns my fucking guts up like this is a dating profile right and so you want to increase your chances all you have are a few words and pictures to get people to entice to want to swipe right and connect with you right and so what burns my gears up is when you have a profile that's all fucking group pictures who the fuck am I talking to okay am I talking to the ugly fugly fat one or am I talking to the skinny doopy looking one or I'm talking to the fine chocolate one or the semi cute like which one of y'all niggas am I talking to that burns me up and so I would never like I was very particular in the pictures that I put like I was like okay I don't want them all to be done up in makeup because in real life I'm not wearing makeup most of the time you see me I don't want to be all dolled up because that's not me most times you're gonna see me in a t-shirt and jeans most likely and so I was very deliberate now I damn sure did not put any group pictures up because I don't know your taste. I don't know what you're dealing with. You might think my friend who's small and petite is cuter than me, right? Or you might think my friend who was tall and got more titties, more ass, more gut is cuter than I am. That might be your speed. I'm not trying to give you no more options, right? The, the numbers game is already fucked up out here. So why the fuck would I post group pictures on my fucking dating profile? I'm with you, sir, in D.C. It burns me up. Also... <laughs> to the stripper story <laughs> that shit is fucking funny um I too I haven't had anyone like catfish me with the switcheroo but I've looked at profiles where men are like I'm 35 no my sir you're 55 like you're not pulling one over on me the dusty fugly I'm my grandpa all that kind of shit I am with you I'm with you there like it, it it's 2020 we can't be catfishing motherfuckers no more like I don't understand and to Sheikah's point, the reason why I enjoyed Hinge a little bit more is I felt like it had more black men to choose from. I feel like Bumble is still very white. And not that I don't have anything against white uh, men, I just want to date black men. And so that's my preference. And it, I would sw swipe left on 30 white men before I could get to a pool of like five black men and so my thing is I'm asking black men who are listening who are single like are you guys not on dating apps because you don't have to be on dating apps because you have uh, uh you have plenty of fish to choose from in the sea <laughs> but I just feel like on some of these apps it is just white men galore and I'm like good lord where the niggas at where the niggas at <laughs> and so as we're all trying to navigate through this space a lot of people sent in some really good um tips about how you can further improve your experience and things that they kind of wish that other people would do um to make the dating app experience better yeah, a tip that I got from one of my friends about the dating apps, um, what she does, is basically she'll look through, swipe, dedicate maybe an hour to swiping, and probably like on Wednesday, uh, she'll spark a conversation with them, um, and then by Thursday, Friday, you know, make some weekend plans. And that's one way just to get out with them. That's the tip she offered me. Um, I didn't know, realize it was a real thing because a guy actually, um, this white guy, he actually hit me up like on a Thursday. He was like, I hear this is the best time to make conversations because your women are making their weekend plans using the dating apps. And I'm like, okay, 
that's not me. My weekends are always busy, but I do intentionally try to make time for anybody that I am dating. So um, I did say I wanted to date more. And I guess I just need to be in, intentional about doing that on Wednesdays. <laughs> I don't know. Wednesday shopping, making date plans for the weekend. I don't know. But that's a tip that was given to me. Um, I haven't used it yet because, again, I'm still trying not to feel overwhelmed with just the same old, same old that I keep seeing on all the apps. It's like the same person I see on each one of the dating apps, which I'm sure they're probably saying the same thing about me. But it is what it is. One major tip I would share with someone who is new to dating apps is to be very... um intentional with your profile um I was a victim of not putting anything in my profile so it's kind of like you will match with people who really aren't specific either so you never know what you can get um even down to the pictures there's like a science to it um and showing you know yourself fully but like not too much say exactly what you're looking for um only swipe on people with similar interests outside of just a uh, physical attraction. It'll save you a lot of bullshit because it is definitely a lot of bullshit out there. So just be super intentional in your profile and in your swiping. Okay, so I had to jump in before we go into the rest of the the tips. And I will say the um, first tip we got about when to go on and swipe. I think that is a good one. That is something I didn't do. I would just haphazardly be going on there. But it makes sense to go on Wednesdays and Thursdays so you can kind of make weekend plans and schedule some things. I might try that if I re-download the apps. But I also will say I noticed the time of day. I picked up on that. Depends on the caliber, quality of the conversation. Uh, one time I was just aimlessly swiping after I got out the shower. It was getting ready to go to sleep. And, I mean, it's kind of booty call hours, right? And so I swipe right. I send a message. The guy responds. And then I'm like, oh, I asked something. And literally he was like, okay, that's great. I want to see you. And I'm like... I don't even know your fucking name. And you're talking about you want to see me like right now in person. Are we doing FaceTime? Like that was just fucking weird. And so I'm like, okay, you want to beat your dick on FaceTime or you was trying to hook up. Like, let's hook up now so we can fuck. And so, yeah, I did notice the time of day in which you swipe corresponds to the kind of message that you get in return. But I think the tip about the day of the week is good. And um. Tashika's point being intentional about your profile and swiping um I also hate and this is a gripe so I just hate profiles that are just pictures only because that really is just a physical attraction and I fall victim to it sometimes like oh you fine I'm swiping right but I really do enjoy people who put some type of verbiage answers the prompts on their profiles because it looks like you thought about this you're being intentional too you're just not on here to hook up or see what you can do and so yeah I kind of um looking back at some of the the profiles that I connected with some of them have really funny or clever responses and I tried to be witty and funny and my responses and also show my personality as much as you can through what they give you so yeah I I agree with the intentionality there that uh Sheikah referenced if you have friends mutual friends or close friends that you're good with I would actually say like your good girlfriends or guy friends whomever that you guys kind of when you swipe on them I would compare with them just to check to make sure that we're not going out on the dates with the same guy I mean even if we do but just to make sure that it doesn't seem like it's anything more or have you went out with him it could be even a matter of like I went out with him. He's, I'm not really into him, but he might be something for you. So that's even a good tip. So it happens. We're all here on the dating apps trying something new and different. Woo. Okay. So I actually know this person in real life. And when they told me that tip, when I told them that I was joining up on, um, on Bumble, I thought that was genius because I know 
a handful of women personally close in my circle who are on these dating apps and I felt like um at any moment (laughs) that's a possibility that we could be talking to the same person or dating the same person and you don't want to be getting serious with somebody and your friend swipe right and she's just fucking them like how weird is that and so again as great as the internet is and it serves as a great connector it can also have those fallbacks where it just makes the world and these circles even smaller and overlap even more than we can imagine. And so when she said that, like, oh, you might just want to share a picture or share a name to make sure that you and your people aren't talking to the same person. That is wonderful. And because I am so amazing, I got a story coming up from a great listener about this very thing. So about four or so years ago, my best friend and I decided to get into online dating. She joined Match and I joined Plenty of Fish. So about a month into our experience, she met this guy and he was from Northern Virginia, I believe. He was around our age, which was 35, 36 at the time. And um, he looked pretty good on paper. So they went out, I think, two or three times, maybe for about three weeks. And then, if I recall, his birthday was sometime around that time, and she sent him a birthday message. And I think he responded back, and then he ghosted her. So about a week or so later, the two of us were out to lunch, and I got a message on my app, and I looked down And it was from him. And I said, hey, isn't this the guy you were dating or the guy that you went out with a couple of times? And she said, oh, damn, that is him. What did he say? And so I opened up the message and I showed her. She said, wow, that's the same exact message that he sent me on match. So I'm like, how do I respond to this? So um, I can't remember what I said first, but the two of us took a picture together and then we sent it to him. So he wrote back and he called me immature, told me I need to grow up. And then he sent my girlfriend a message who he hadn't talked to, who he ghosted. And he called her lame. He called her immature. And he was like really in his feelings. But I'm like, you ghosted her. So why all the feelings, sir? (laughs) Like. There's an example. So it's not an extreme case of, oh, my God, I was fucking him. You were dating him. But do just sound real corny. Like, first of all, you have templated messages that you send out all the time. Like, I just feel like that's whack within itself. But the fact that he he was just embarrassed that he got called out. But I love that they sent the picture. <laughs> like, motherfucker, we know each other. You whack. Goodbye. So, Um, I do think that is a great tip to make sure you're checking with your circle to make sure there is no overlap unless you want to be doing that kind of stuff. And that's more power to you. But I do think, you know, like I said, the the Internet just makes the world so, so much smaller than it already is. And it is so plausible because like in that situation, two different apps and Um, I know I was using two different apps and using, I think, almost the same pictures on both. And so it would be so easy for that to happen because I'm sure people are not alone in just using one app. And in fact, we have a story, not a story, but we have a tip. The one recommendation I would have is really don't be afraid, afraid to try different apps. Not all apps are the same and have the same... I don't want to say caliber of, of women you're looking to date, but everybody has different interests. And I think each app serves a different purpose. Um, I've tried Bumble, been on Match. I've tried Tinder, tried OkCupid back in the day. Haven't used that in a while. It really is. Each app is different. And I tried plenty of fish for a little while, but each app is different and you got to figure out which one works for you. I think that's the biggest thing. Don't be afraid to ask your friends which ones they're using. Um, I know everybody doesn't, no one likes to really talk about being on online dating, but it's, 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 it's the norm now. So I think that's a, a recommendation I would have. 
Yeah, like I feel like it, it has anyone done like a definitive ranking? I'm sure if I Google it, it has to be a definitive ranking of dating apps. And I've only tried two. I think I did Tinder like when it first pops off and I was just like, I don't like this. And I think the thing um, I didn't share this before, but um, I feel like overall the apps became a little overwhelming to me and not in the sense that you might think like, oh, I was getting so many matches and so many dating. But it was just, it's very exhausting trying to connect um, with several different people at the same time in that way. Um, it, it seemed like I was trying too hard. It wasn't just like we were out at the bar and I can laugh and just be myself. I just felt like I was trying too hard to, to, to be me, which was very weird. And the other thing that was overwhelming was just, I would just constantly swipe, 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 left, 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 which is what I'm saying, swiping, because I'm not attracted. I wasn't even scrolling up. I'm just like, oh, I don't like your face. I don't like your nose. Why is it a group picture? You're this, this selfie's whack. Why do men do this? Like, and so I was just like, swipe left. And then I would see somebody like, oh, they were cute. And it was already, I swiped left. And I'm not paying for this shit. So I never would, like, I think I had ran out of reversals. <laughs> and like, yeah, I just, it just got very overwhelming. And and I want to go circle back to one other point before we go into the culminating funny story. Um, I felt like also on these dating apps, men take the most horrific pictures. If it's not a group picture, it's like a up the nose selfie. It is the closest selfie on earth where you can't even see its fucking ears. It's grainy. It's from 1979. It is a scanned picture, not a fucking selfie from a smartphone. Um, it's an upshot. It's in your car. You post the same selfie. Um, I hate it. I hate the people who got a floss. Oh, look at my Gucci belt and I'm leaning on the Mercedes. Oh, look at me sitting in front of a rented Lamborghini on South Beach. Like the shit is whack. Whack. And I'm sure for some women it might work, but that shit just like everybody. <sighs> Breathe, Adrian. <laughs> Like I was really just getting riled up. I just do not like, I just feel like men again, do the bare minimum, even on these apps. Like you can't even upload a fucking decent ass picture. Jesus fucking Christ. So yeah, that's, I'm not going to go back into the gripes, but I hope um, you got some information from the tips and you probably shared some of the same sentiments about the wins and the gripes. And now um, we're going to have a story. I did change the voice of this person to protect their innocence, <laughs> their identity. It was their request. And so, um, yeah, we'll be back. Okay, so I was going through a bit of a dry spell. And I matched with this guy on Tinder. And we were having a conversation. I just got finished working out. And... He was like, oh, what were you doing? And I'm like, I was doing push-ups. So I don't know, something stupid. He was like, um, you should come over here and watch me do push-ups. And I'm like, this is just ridiculous. But I was just trying to fuck. So, like, in my mind, it was going to kind of go like one of those cheesy, like, porn. And you're like, oh, let me see you do some jumping jacks. Some shit like that. So I go over there and... He lived like 20 minutes away at a townhouse. So I get there and I immediately walk in and it's like, this is somebody's motherfucking mother's house. Like, they had like a, like a china cabinet with all types of shit in it. And you know when you go to somebody's grandmother's house, like their counters always got like chips and shit piled up on it. It was mail on the table. I'm like, this is this nigga's fucking mother or grandmother's house. This is ridiculous. He tried to tell me it was a roommate. He was like, my roommate sleep. And then he was like, do you want to get high? And I'm like, okay. So he brought down like this bag that had like all of his weed stuff in it. And we went outside and he lit a candle. We were out there talking and he seemed kind of braggadocious. Um, he was like in tech and he was telling me how he had like a startup and he was about to, he just got accept, um, accepted to like business school Wharton and all this other shit I'm like okay let me just get high enough so I can fuck this nigga so we get high and then he was like oh wait 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 and he packed up all his weed stuff put it back in the bag and then he sprayed everything down I'm like of course you don't want your grandmother to come downstairs and smell it so we go upstairs and he was like oh you know my roommate's home just be quiet and I'm like I'm not gonna fuck this man and be quiet because his mother is here so we walk into his room and I stopped at the door 
and it was like a desk and a dresser. I lied to you not. This should have been the red flag, but my dumb ass was high at this point and horny. Because he had like a really nice body. He was like sexy low-key, but he was like a creeper. So he had, lied to you not, two fucking box springs. And then he had <laughs> he had three mattresses piled up on the box <laughs> And then he had these burgundy satin sheets on the bed. And I was like, it was like the princess and the pea. And I was like, he actually had to help me up because I'm short. So I get on the bed and like before we went upstairs, I was just looking around the room and he was like, is something wrong? I was like, well, this just don't really look like the bedroom of a 33 year old man. <laughs> he was like, why not? I was like, you, you don't have any clothes in your closet. He had like a couple of shirts and a hat and some pants and like two pairs of shoes. I'm like, this just, he had like an old painting on it, it just didn't look normal at all. So, anyway, he climbs up on the bed. I'm like, look, you can just hurry up and fuck him, you'll be good. <sighs> so, he was like, I told him I would give him a massage, so I give him a massage, and he was like, can I roll over? <laughs> it was like he was like 16 and never been fucked before. So, I'm like, okay. So, I'm like rubbing his chest now. And he, um, <laughs> he was like, go lower. <laughs> ah! So I go lower. And then I pulled out his dick and he had like a very, he had a beautiful chocolatey dick with a little bit of like a, like a, you know, like a, maybe like a 27 degree curve. It was, it was actually quite, it was majestic. Um, and he was like, can you suck it? And I'm like, I didn't come over here to suck your dick. And he was like. Um, I'm like, what am I going to get in return? He was like, I'll finger you. I said, nigga, let me tell you something. I did not get up out of my fucking bed, drive 20 minutes over here, get high with your ass so that I can suck your dick and get fingered. And I immediately jumped off the bed and was like, I gotta go. He was like, no, 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 you can stay. You can stay. It's okay. And I'm like, no, 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 I gotta go. So I hurry up and grab my purse. I didn't bring my purse and I hurried and grabbed my keys and my phone and like literally ran down the steps and out the front door. He was like, no, 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 leave. <sighs> so I drove home and as I'm walking into my house, I'm like, Jesus, I promise you I will never do that dumb shit again. I'm like, he was like, in hindsight, he was the type to probably have like a camera hidden in the closet and all of his like World of Warcraft friends are sitting on the other end watching a live feed like, yay, Thomas is finally gonna get some. Woohoo! And he's gonna be like, smell my fingers. Like, <laughs> it was that bad. Like, I was like, I won't do it again, Jesus, I promise. So I technically never did it again because I didn't come across any other weirdos, but... Nintendo's good for a good fuck <laughs> Okay, so that story is way funnier with the voice change. <laughs> and I can't stop. Okay, 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 I'm gonna get myself together. And I heard it before. But I think the voice change just made it so much funnier. Oh, my God. <laughs> First off, sis said it was three mattresses piled up on top of a box spring. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And she still didn't leave. To the scientific measurement of the uh, curve of his dick, the 27-degree curve. Okay, sis. Uh, shout out to Meg the Stallion for only one of two good songs on her album, Captain Hook. Um, also, yes, I'm with you. A grown ass man wants me to give him a blowjob, but he's only offering a fingering. Fuck you, my nigga. And I totally got the visual of a camera being in the closet. And it was a live stream with his Warcraft friends. That is fucking hilarious. And uh, <laughs> thank you for sharing. I think everyone appreciated this laugh on this wonderful 
wonderful, wonderful Monday morning. We now have daylight to 7 p.m. And we got a good laugh from sis who did a tender hookup. Oh, my God. The last thing she said there, tender is good for good fuck. So there you go. No one else really in their tips or stories talked about tender. I know I just mentioned that I used it briefly and I never really got back on it. But yeah, there you go. There you go. I hope you enjoyed that story. Um, If you guys have any more funny stories, I would love to do a follow up episode. If you have more tips, you have more gripes, you have more dating app wins. I would love to hear them. Um, You can send them over in a voicemail like our friends in this episode did. I would like them to be if you can separate them out. So if you have a gripe you want to share, that's one voice memo if you have a win that's another voice memo if you have a funny story that is a voice memo i would like them to be 90 seconds or a little shorter if it's a funny fucking story you can go a little longer all right but you got to make it funny you got to build it up you got to put all the visuals and let us feel like we were there with you on that journey once you do that and record your voice memos you can email them to the boonie breakdown at gmail.com if there is something that you are embarrassed by you don't want to be recognized for your story then you just need to send me a message and say hey can you can you do what you did on that one and change up the vocals that would be awesome when you're recording if you can just say your name first name only age, location, and what particular app you're using, that would be wonderful. But as we're moving into springtime, I feel like there might be some really good stories coming out of this shit. And so with that being said, please, please, please send some in. I would love to do a follow up episode on this. All right. Uh, So I hope you enjoyed uh, this week's episode. It was different. I have not done an episode like this with the voices of other people, listeners, followers in a while. And it was great. I love to break up. So it's just not my voice all the time. So send those in. We can do a part two to this episode and if you enjoyed this episode i encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on apple podcast spotify soundcloud stitcher google podcast iHeartRadio, or any app that you listen to your favorite podcast on don't forget to leave those reviews too five stars five stars you can hear your review on the next episode follow us on all social media share the episode with those you love those you don't love those you fucking hate and don't make these pretty images for nothing okay have a dope ass week thank you for listening and remember the ratchet in me always honors the motherfucking ratchet in you. Ho, my stay. Until next time.